0: Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Today is International Trans Visibility Day and it is my absolute pleasure to welcome the vision that sits in front of me today,
1: Sabrina. Hello, 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 hello. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for letting me through the door. Look, it's always a 50-50 proposition with you.
0: Yes. For those of you who don't know, Sabrina is our resident gossip girl and is usually full of absolute sass and continues to put me in
1: my place every time. Yeah, I don't know why you said if you didn't know. Everyone knows me. Okay,
0: well, look, this is a serious (laughs) subject. I have you on here to talk about something serious. Okay, I can be
1: serious. Great. Look, ready? Mm. Was that serious enough? okay yeah trans visibility day it is happy trans visibility day thank you
0: so for those playing at home why is this day important well for many gender diverse people a lack of representation and role models and community can be isolating and makes it difficult to feel proud in their identities so Mm. today is a day of pride and celebration for all gender diverse identity achievements And community. Yeah. So, look, I couldn't think of anyone better to go through your personal journey and why this day is important to you.
1: Well, look, I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. um, Kids cannot be what they do not see. And um, this day really helped me find my truth. And it's just such a special day. It's such a special day every year. And um, I think I officially came out in like 2020. Yes. And then um, I spent some time ruminating with it. Look, I've come out like six times. Um, yeah. is every uh, everything under the sun. And so, yeah, I, I identified as non-binary for a while. I was using all pronouns. But then um, as time went on, I realised that the more I kind of explored my femininity, the more I realised it was the only place I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, toward the end of 2020, let everyone know that I use she, her pronouns. Um, and I was going by Sebi for a while because I god don't know why but um i was like yeah i'll like just use my nickname as my full name but i have a thing for full names as you know and um if i like a guy i will call him by his full name yes um and so it's
0: usually a very big indication that sabrina has a crush on someone they will use their full name yeah no i yeah
1: i really do um use full names. so i I started HRT hormone replacement therapy in uh, about a, almost a year ago now. Yes, which a year. is very exciting. Um, it, it'll be the thirteenth of May. Will be one year, which is also Friday the thirteenth. Which just reminds me of the fact that I am in fact a witch. I decided to change my name to Sabrina. One night I randomly woke up um, in the middle of the night and was like, my name's Sabrina. And I changed it on everything. And then I I texted my family group chat. (laughs) I just texted. I was like, hey, my name's Sabrina now. Um, And they were all like, okay. Uh, And so, yeah, we went with that. And then, um, yeah, I'm almost at a year on hormones. So I've really, I've I've experienced... uh, a lot in the last year or you so. Have. Yeah. You have. Now,
0: what I'd like to do uh, for everyone who's listening at home, I mean, obviously, as I made fairly clear at the beginning of this interview, you and I have known each other for a long time, so yeah. I have been very privileged to watch this journey unfold yeah. for many years. But I just wanted to go right back to the beginning. Yeah. So, let's do obviously, it. Obviously, you know, you were a little boy who was incredibly flamboyant incredibly talented was not one to you know nobody puts baby in the corner just you know goes (laughs) with your personality yeah no you Yeah. yeah you might be right about that one yeah so when was the first time that you had an inkling that possibly you weren't going to sit within and i put this in air quotes the societal norms
1: right look I mean, there was I, a few steps to this process. There, there's been a, a many steps to this process. I mean, I grew up, as you know, um, but for those listening at home that don't, I um, grew up in Goulburn um, for the first 11 years of my life, and that's a small town near, like an hour out from Canberra. Canberra, yep. Um, And as lovely as the people are there, at that time especially, they'd never really met anyone like me. But wh- when I was little, I mean... I, I found this like tape of like ballerinas um, and it was like how to learn ballet or whatever. And I remember I went up to my mom and I was like, please, I have to, I have to have this. So she bought it for me. And um, I just would tell her all the time, I want to be a ballerina. I want to be a ballerina. Um, And so she put me in dance lessons, but around then is when I kind of had my first memories of, I used to like go to bed every night thinking oh, my life would be so much easier if I was a girl. Like I wish I was a girl and I would always think it, but then be like, oh, well I can't because I had no idea about trans people. I had like, I had no, no concept of anyone outside of society's norms, you know? And so then when I was about 12, I auditioned for HSPA here in Newcastle, um, to school of the performing arts. And I got in and so we uprooted our lives and we moved here and that's when i met you um but that's when i started realizing i thought boys were very very cute and yes. i like i felt very different about them i mean mind you i had girlfriends around that time or whatever but i like that was the norm for i mean also not really i mean i was in what year 6 i mean yes <laughs> like calm down but uh, like it was you know, what was ex- like, that was what was expected or whatever. But I was very open to being myself in a, a place like that in that school. So yes. I was very lucky. Um, but then as time went on, I, I realized that my attraction to men had grown. And so when I was about, Oh God, maybe 15, maybe 14, I was in your eight. I came out as bisexual. Um, and then everyone was like, no, that's true so I was like oh okay I guess I'm not bi then so I then was like everyone just kind of was like nah you're you're gay and so I um which is interesting for a school like HSPA to say something like that to a kid but I mean we're all kids so what you know and we're we're all learning and times are very different now um but so yeah I kind of I just i guess grabbed onto the fact that i really started to like men and so i really went down that alley and i went what does a gay man do drag race um so (laughs) (laughs) so i really i really made that my personality for a while and then um a few unfortunate things happened to me and uh like i i was stunted i mean mind you growing up i was stunted in a few ways because of abuse from certain people or whatever but I mean that is also the story of many trans and yes. queer people so yeah like um there was a lot of time of me not knowing but I I was lucky enough to have a trans girl in my gear. and she was she's she's gorgeous Natalie if you're listening you are so beautiful and so wonderful um and um i was so lucky to have met her but she was my first introduction to a trans person and then i also had um another person in my year um and they came out oh god maybe like year eight year nine so i did um kind of have an idea of trans people but because i wasn't much like and like either of them i didn't identify mm-hmm. with being trans i didn't i didn't kind of put two and two together instead I was just kind of learning about it and which was really cool and I was very lucky for that but then as I started kind of leaving school I realized that I I had an issue with the fact that a lot of the men I were attracted to were straight (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> and a lot of men that um were attracted to me were straight and I say that with quotation marks but um
0: <laughs> that's but, a topic for another yeah, day yeah that's
1: a topic for another day so I, I I kind of thought about that and I was like, that's really hard like to you know and so I realized that maybe maybe the reason I am kind of going for these certain people is because I I myself wasn't a boy
0: yes well i can tell you about my observations of that time and um i have a daughter who is i think she's three years younger than you yeah yeah i think so and you two bonded so i wasn't in that school system which was an amazingly supportive system for you uh, and and for people in general that uh that want to explore their sexuality or their identity Mm. it is it is a very supportive environment for that which yeah. you were very lucky to be in but I was outside of that environment and my daughter was three years younger and you two bonded and you know what it never people would say you, you would have sleepovers and all you would the time watch, you know movies until in three, our bra and undies in your bra and undies and it never <laughs> you know, someone said oh you know you know you've got him sleeping over with Bella and I went honestly honestly <laughs> it
1: never yeah, entered no, my head. I'm not worried. <laughs>
0: it was no, it was just like two girlfriends hanging out yeah. right from that age. And yeah. you would have only been about fourteen, I think, at that age. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. And so for those of us who know you so well and have known you for so long, none of this is a really big surprise. No, the amount
1: of people that just said to me, Oh, that makes sense. Of course <laughs> it does. Of course it does. And it
0: really lends – I mean, people uh, who I guess aren't very educated in it or haven't experienced it in their own family or friends group, it's a choice. I don't believe for you it ever was.
1: I I don't believe it is for anyone. And, I mean, um, yeah, like it was just a natural progression. It was just me learning and, I mean, I watched Euphoria, I saw Jules, and for the first time I saw myself in a character – Um, Which I repeat, children cannot be what they cannot see And so I finally And like, I mean, not just the fact that we're trans Our personalities, um, our love lives, our history is all very, very similar So I was fortunate enough to see myself on screen And for the first time, I realised that Oh shit Yeah Yeah, like, I want to be pretty like that Yeah, absolutely And, And now I am Yeah. And I am that bitch. (laughs) You've you've always been pretty. You've always been that bitch. (laughs) Yeah, the
0: face card never declines. (laughs) No. So, look, when we come back, we're going to talk about Sabrina's journey into HRT. Yeah,
1: beautiful.
0: Yeah, and how that all came about.
1: My lovely little – my my booby pills.
0: Yes, absolutely. Today is International Trans Day of Visibility, and it is my absolute honour to have in the chair – our resident gossip girl, Sabrina, who usually is, you know, full of jokes and celebrity tea to spill. But today we are talking about her journey and how she came into her transness. If I can say it like that. Yeah, you can. That's perfect. Yeah, you, uh, you really stepped into who you were. Now, before the break, we were discussing your school life and how you kind of had this epiphany and – I'm going to talk about a show that was pivotal in a lot of people actually realising that they were trans and that is Euphoria and that had an amazing, big impact on you,
1: didn't it? Yeah, no, Euphoria was brilliant. Um, I mean, Jules, the character that um, is a young trans girl, um with a an obsession for male validation <laughs> me um Definitely. she yeah. is played by Hunter Schaefer and she's um a wonderful trans artist and yeah that, that seeing someone so feminine and so beautiful and also someone who's being desired and is wanted by the men and um and by, and by the women in the show. I mean, like, she hooks up with Zendaya. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, it, it just really it, it reminded me that I can be who I want to be. And also, like, I think also I'd come to the realization that I wasn't, in fact, a boy. But I had this idea of myself because I suffer from body dysmorphia, as a lot of trans people do. Um, it, I mean, it's not exclusive to only trans people and you don't, if you don't suffer from body mafia, it does not mean you're not trans at, in the slightest, everyone is different, but I did suffer from that. And I, I had this idea of myself being ugly and that I would never be feminine and I would never be desired and I never would be loved. And I have this love for love, as we know, um, I love life, let that's a conversation for another day. Um, so seeing her be so beautiful and feminine and, um, girly, but also have such strong features that I also do share with her. Um, also she is a Capricorn and I am in fact a Capricorn and we have like very loose wavy arms that we flail around. So we're just very similar. And I was lucky enough to find her. And then from there, I, I did more of my own research on the trans community. Cause I realized that I, as much as I have been Part of the LGBT community, a lot of my life, I didn't know much about Mm. trans people, Um, and so I learned, and I learned, and I learned, and I learned that I am, in fact, a trans person myself. And, I mean, I am, I. am as we said, I went to HSBA and a, a lot of queer people are artists. We are very artistic people. I think, especially trans people, you have to have such an inner, um, like a rich inner world to be yes. trans. There's a lot of self-reflection that comes with being a trans person. Um, and so like we have bright and intricate worlds inside our heads. And so I have spent a lot of my life therapizing myself, um, which probably not good. Someone booked me into a therapist, but um, I did it in fact anyway. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I I realized. And then I spoke to my mother about HRT and after a while. of
0: just to to back up a bit. yeah, yeah, you made that decision and you've done your research and you come out and you tell your family, how did they take it?
1: look um my sister has always been my rock my best friend she was just like yeah okay makes sense I mean my my brother before I'd even come out had said something to my sister where I was dressing a lot more femme a lot of the time and he said like is she using like are are we changing our vocabulary like what's happening I don't want to upset her um my mother took it a little hard at first and, um, she kind of struggled with the fact that, um, she had an idea of who I was going to be and that was not me at all. And so it took her some time, but she came round and now she is the most fierce protector of me and will, um, uh, she will, uh, what's the word, um, uh, when, when someone says something wrong, corrects them. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for not correcting me there. That's um, okay. <laughs> she like uh, will correct anyone. And my, my dad, um, my dad took a little bit of time too, but it, it I mean, I'm very lucky that I have great supportive parents who have always been there for me no matter what. And I mean, it really just took them like just some learning to do because they like, they grew up in small town areas, they have no idea. Um, they had no idea about anyone like me. So um, I, that's a huge thing for a parent. It can be.
0: It is, you know? absolutely. And, but, I mean, and listen, I'm hypothesizing here. So Karen, feel free to call in and correct me if I'm wrong here. <laughs> but <laughs> Sabrina is a very, very talented actress. And I guess right at the beginning of your journey, there wasn't a lot of roles no for trans actresses, yeah, individuals, and I, I honestly believe that a lot of her hesitation actually had to do with: Are you going to be able to um, do what I
1: love? Do what you love? Yeah, it really it did it did come down to that a lot. Yeah. And I, I'm lucky enough that around that time, Disclosure, which is a documentary on Netflix, if you haven't seen it today, so today to watch it, it's yes. beautiful. It's written and um, produced and um done by trans people for the trans community, but also forces people to learn about our our past in the media. and Laverne Cox is the uh, lead of the documentary like she um, mostly hosts it, but there's plenty of trans individuals that are in the media. So I was lucky enough to have that and I was able to show my mother that there are opportunities out there for me and I just I just have to, you know, like the thing is nothing about, being trans is easy. No. And uh, realizing my transness was also realizing that I was going to have a much harder life than I had expected. Um, And I I had experienced bigotry. I mean, I've been queer my whole life um, and I've always been feminine and that wasn't allowed for boys, especially where I grew up. So like I've experienced uh, bigotry my whole life, but uh, trans people, are targeted constantly, daily. Um, Last year in the US, we lost over, um, I think it's almost 60 individuals that we know of, trans individuals were murdered in the US. So it's, the reason we have this day is to stop things like this happening. And so I am very much aware now that uh, no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I could be at risk and I could be unsafe. But the thing is I would never be happy and I will never be happy unless I live my life authentically. And I mean, I personally can't walk into a room without everyone knowing exactly who I am. And I I want that. So the thing is now that I've started HRT and I'm about a year in and I'm all feminized, um, well, more feminized. And I am – Happy with how I look and I'm getting male attention. The thing I need to be aware of is that a lot of men, um, and it's just a lot of people in general don't understand people like me and have never met people like me. So, uh, like I can be incredibly unsafe in public, but I am lucky enough that I'm white and I pass. So, um, passing is when, um, an individual is, um, seen off the bat as the gender they, um,
0: identify, they identify with, as yeah
1: um and you but, do yes. I mean
0: we had this joke the other day that uh you know Sabrina has cheekbones that can cut butter and, <laughs> and I said god damn you I have to pay for that and yeah you just, I just had yeah. to have a cock <laughs>
1: <laughs> look it's a body part we're gonna move on um and look I uh the thing is though I've now realized that now that I pass I don't want to I, I I, wanted for so long to be seen as the gender I identify as. And now that I do, I'm happy about that. Don't get me wrong. But I also want to be seen in my transness. I'm proud of my journey. I'm proud of who I am. Yeah. It takes a lot to be here. A lot of strength. A lot of self-reflection. And as much as I love um, all of my cis people I have in my life, like you will never understand how it feels to look in the mirror and not see yourself completely, you know, um, to the degree of like, like, I mean, you can look in the mirror and be like, Oh, I, I hate this about me, this, 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 I wish that would change, but to look in the mirror and to see someone completely different to the person you see in your head is incredibly traumatic. Yeah. Um, and so, I'm so proud of the person I am and the person I, I the, the way I represent myself. And I, as time has gone on and as I've been taking my titty skittles every day, <laughs> i um, I've grown to realize that everything I once disliked about my body or thought was manly or too too broad or too, uh, too uh, like sharp my jawline, my cheekbones, all of those things, make me more beautiful. Yes. And I I, I want to be able to walk into a room and people recognize my strength and my dedication to myself and my journey of wanting to stay on this earth because really all this is about is staying alive. The thing is people say this is a choice and it, it couldn't be further from a choice. This is literally just about staying alive. Because I wouldn't be here if I hadn't have worked this out. Yes. I I was almost not here. Yeah. And I I owe the fact that I'm wonderfully weird and an alien my life. Yes. Because yeah. yeah. I you completely
0: know. I completely get that. And you know, the you really have, and I've watched it, and I've been privileged to watch it. You have stepped into who you are, yeah, and and I'm so pretty. you, look, you are pretty, but look let's not get hung up on that.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot more to this than just being pretty, but it d- it does help that I look, i'm I'm not I'm not egotistical. What I am is so relieved yeah. just because, like, even if I was gifted, with the worst cheekbones on the planet or whatever, even if I didn't have male attention and female attention and what have you, I'm finally seeing myself become the godly Sabrina I see in my mind. I said it for a while. And as much as I starting HRT, I did realize that I do, I am a woman. I. I uh, for a while was identifying as a feminine being i just believed i was a feminine being and to an extent i still believe that i i still believe i am i mean as much as gender helps us all find who we are and it um is a, i mean it's a great tool it's also something we made up it's not real mm. you know we're all just little blobs on a floating rock you know like it's, it's true yeah, yeah. So as much as I do identify as a woman and I love my womanhood and um, I'm a bad bitch, <laughs> I, <laughs> I am very much aware that none of it matters. No, none of this matters. The only thing that matters is my happiness and my safety. Yeah. And as much as I am un- more unsafe now in public than I was prior, because, you know, you never know what people can do, especially say I'm out at the club, I'm dancing with people like, and they don't know, you know, like it, it can be dangerous, but I wouldn't be here.
0: Yeah, You're exactly right. I wouldn't be here to dance. You're exactly right. And we will stand around you on the dance floor and protect you. Thank you, please. (laughs) Actually,
1: please keep the men away. Let's just make a circle of girls. (laughs) I'm down for
0: that. That has been one funny thing that has come out of this whole transition period is that Sabrina's gone, Boys are hard work. Like, how have you done it all of these years? Yeah. God damn. They're
1: the worst. Yeah. And women are so pretty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, we will end the discussion there because you are going to go and get a whole head of blonde hair. Yeah.
1: No, you just wait. I'm about to cause havoc. Like, hide your kids, hide your horses, (laughs) hide your dogs. It's about to be dangerous out there on the roads because sis is about to be blonde. And um, when I say blonde, I mean Chloe Bratz Rock Angel's blonde. Like, you're not ready. I love it. No one's ready. I am Godzilla. Oh, dear.
0: (laughs) Happy Transvisibility Day. Happy Transvisibility Day (laughs) to you, my friend, and thank you for joining us on The Juice.